Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. I was supposed to start doing a lot of different things before this pandemic hit. As you know, of course, I've always been doing a monthly podcast with the Hartford County Health Department. Pandemic hit, that's been put on hold was supposed to start a new monthly podcast with Freedom Federal Credit Union. Pandemic hit, that was put on hold. But I did record an episode with members of Freedom Federal Credit Union on debt consolidation. And I wanted to get that out there. I mean, we recorded this before the pandemic hit. But as debt is racking up for so many of our neighbors out there, decided to go ahead and release this episode on debt consolidation methods. So hopefully it's useful to everybody out there. Stay tuned. Welcome to Harford County Living with Rich Bennett. Each week, you'll hear roundtable discussions and interviews with people that have ties to Harford County, Maryland, and you'll learn something new that will leave you wanting more. Here is your host, professional DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster, and all-around nice guy, Rich Bennett. Good morning. I'm Patrice Riccardi with Freedom Federal Credit Union, uh, Senior Director of Business Development. Good morning. Chris Eliopoulos, Senior Vice President of Lending at Freedom Federal Credit Union. Hi, I'm Carmen Mirabile, Senior Vice President of Marketing. All right, so debt consolidation, good debt and bad debt. What's the difference? Well, I think, you know, you look at the type of debt that you carry and, and what you're doing. I think from a basic definition, good debt is things that once it's paid off, there's something there of value that have a lasting effect that means something in your life. So, for instance, from the basic definition, a mortgage would be good debt because mm-hmm. uh, you're paying for something that is your home. You have value in it. Uh, more than likely that once it's paid off and once you've, what you paid for it is going to be worth more 15, 20 years from now. Okay. So that, that's that's good. That's good debt. Student loans, even though a lot of people look at it very negatively, that could be good debt because at the end of the day, you are paying to get yourself a degree, right. a higher education. You get a job in that concentration that uh, that you got the degree in, and over the lifetime of your career, you should be making more money because of that degree. Right. So student mm-hmm. loans, in essence, would be mm-hmm. would be very good debt. Things like credit card debt, very high interest rates. Uh, a lot of times, that's that's considered bad debt. And I think it boils down to the purpose uh, that, that's being utilized on, on those credit cards as well. I mean, right. if you're financing right. 
your you know weekend excursion or a trip out to dinner or a night out at the movies and you're financing that on your credit card not paying it off at the end of the month you're paying interest on those types of expenses and i think that they would fall into the category of really being bad debt at freedom we do a lot of financial education with the school system and both public and private and it really goes back to the basics of wants and needs the economics of wants and needs do i want it or do i really need it i need housing I need transportation to go to work. Credit card debt isn't necessarily good, but am I buying food? What am I buying? Mm -hmm. Is it going to appreciate or is it going to depreciate? You know, I think the lines between good and bad sometimes are gray. So Mm -hmm. you can look at something like, uh, like a home equity loan. Home equity loan, you're taking value out of your home, basically almost like taking out of second mortgage. It would be good debt if you're renovating, if you're using that money to do a renovation, you're fixing up your kitchen or you're doing a new bathroom or you're adding an addition. You're adding value back into your house. You're making an investment. Yeah, that's good debt. If you're using that home equity loan to pay off your credit card bills or to pay for, you know, a vacation that you want to take, Mm -hmm. that may not be the best reason to take equity out of your home. And that was one of the big consequences of 2008, the Great Recession, when people were taking the equity out to buy second homes and to really take advantage of that inflated equity that they had. When the market flipped, it really uh, had some pretty negative ramifications. Was that where the reverse mortgage came from? Reverse mortgages, really, have been around longer than than that. Oh, really? Um, And really, yeah, they were were designed um, for seniors who had equity in their property but had limited income. And really, it was an opportunity to, as, as Carmen mentioned, taking equity out of the home, but it was being used for basically supporting their living expenses. Okay. So they were they were tapping into the equity in their in their home to to really just make ends meet. If you have equity and you are a senior, reverse mortgages can be a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just being educated on what it is and how you're going to use it. I guess, especially for those that no longer have a retirement fund. Yeah, when you saw or saw, don't, yeah, because you know for, exactly. some of the four hundred one k's just crashed and all that. So now at Freedom, do you guys have like financial advisors if somebody wants to come in and talk to somebody to where they could explain like debt to income ratio and, and stuff like that? And see, that's what we really, really encourage when we're in the community and we talk to people is to come in and talk to us first. Right. Whether you come to us or not, at least you've got some good advice. If you're going to buy a car, let's talk about what you're trying to accomplish. Let's talk about what you can afford before you just run to the dealer and buy a vehicle. Understand, make an intelligent decision before you get there. So we pride ourselves on being able to help our members or potential members Get ready to make a good decision, whether it's buying a home, buying a car, getting a credit card, whatever. See, I think that's why you guys are so strong in the community, too. Because some of you just said that, whether they're you know members or not, you're always willing to help them. And we also do uh, seminars on various financial topics as well throughout the community, whether it be home buying or home selling or credit counseling, budgeting, credit score and your credit report, how to manage your credit report to know what goes into uh, maintaining good credit, so that that's very important down the road when you do need to make a, yeah. that major purchase. At the end of the day, when you come in and see us at one of our branches or call us on the phone, you tell us what the, those financial pain points you're facing, and we're going to find a solution for you that's best for you, right. not necessarily for the institution. Or um, We're not looking to sell products. We're looking to find a solution that's going to help you make better financial choices. So whether 
you know, you're carrying a bunch of credit cards with a lot of high interest debt, and the best solution for you is doing a balance transfer to our 0% interest card to help consolidate that, or doing a get debt consolidation personal loan. So you take, you know, five or six high interest debt that you have and, and combining it into one low interest uh, personal loan. We'll figure out something that's best for you. Well, I think that's a good point because um, I think the important thing to remember is that this isn't a one-size-fits-all solution to debt management. Everybody's situation, financial situation, is a little bit different so that the solution to that particular issue is going to be different for one member versus another. As Chris was just saying, helping you make those decisions are really important. And, you know, if you want to buy a car, um, some people will say, well, should I just take a home equity loan out? and pay the car in full. Well, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. You're purchasing a depreciating asset Mm -hmm. using equity from an appreciating asset, your home. The term of payment could be on that type of a a loan, a home equity line of credit, could be a longer term. Do you really want a depreciating asset spread over a longer term? Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but we're here to counsel to say, here's the consequences of this decision. If you do that, you may want to ensure you pay it off over a shorter term. Or look, the difference between a car loan, auto loan, and a home equity loan really isn't that different. Right. Do you want to keep it separate, or do you have the regimen to really pay it off shorter? Those are the kind of challenges we'll... It's the customer, the member's decision in the end, but our goal is to give them options so they make the best decision that's in their best interest. What options are there for listeners out there that are listening to this who are already behind in debt? Well, there are, there are a couple of things. First of all, um, folks can, can actually try to get out of debt on their own without going into further debt. So you can, you, you can basically de- designate any additional disposable income that you have to try to pay down on existing credit card debt. And there's typically two methods of doing that. One is called the snowball method, and that's where you take your um, smallest balance credit cards and really focus on on those. So let's say you've got a credit card with a $250 balance and a $25 a month payment. If you doubled that payment, you could get that total balance paid off within five months, as opposed to, as Patrice said, letting it drag on for years, let let alone months. Um, once that smaller card is paid off, now you've got that extra $25 a month that had been going to that that you can then apply to the next biggest balance card and progressively kind of knock off those accounts one by one. The benefit of doing that is you see, you start to see results quicker. I've paid off that one credit card that was costing me $25 a month and I've done that in five months, and maybe six months later, you've paid off the other credit card account that was carrying a $500 balance, and you just kind of progressively go up the chain and pay those accounts off one by one. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You know, with that... Is a red flag thrown up if, say, you pay that credit card off in one lump sum? No. No, no not at all. Not actually, at all. It actually helps your credit. It does. Because okay. your credit score, what people don't understand is if you pay your credit card on time, that's a plus. It's like 30% of your score. But another 30% of your score is what percentage of your total opportunity to charge are you using compared to the payment you're making or the debt that you have. And you really want to keep that around 12%. 
So if you have a $1,000 card and you're charging it to the max and paying it off, it actually hurts your score because the credit agencies just look at, are we paying on time? It looks like you're carrying a balance. It looks mm -hmm. like you need money. So you really want to try to keep those balances as low as possible, ideally 10% oh. of your opportunity. So if you need $100 monthly on your credit card and you're going to pay it off every month, you should have $1,000 of credit on that credit card as a, as a, an opportunity. Interesting. I think to follow up on some of the methods that Chris started, so another way besides that snowball method, the other way is called the avalanche method, basically paying off your debt, again, if it's credit cards one by one, but looking at the one that has the highest interest rate instead of just the lowest. The lowest payment lets you have quick wins along the way. Paying off the one with the highest interest rate long term will save you money. So. You have a card with a $500 balance, but it's got a 22% interest rate. Right. Pay that thing off as quickly as you can because then all of that money is not being put towards paying interest, paying the bank or the credit union interest. I'm glad you said that because I would have never thought about that. I would, I would think paying off the one that you owe the most on would be the best way but, and not even looking at the interest rate. But the interest rate is what gets people in yeah. trouble. It's like, you know, you make the minimum payments. That money is just paying off the interest and yeah. not the principal. Right. You never get to the principal for years if you if you keep doing that. So you it's look lighting at... Lighting a match and burning the money exactly. out. Exactly. Like, like a smaller mortgage payment, it's I guess, own, in yeah. a way. Right. Well, and the other thing to keep in mind, too, is there are plenty of credit cards out there that offer an a lower introductory rate or a 0% introductory rate for a, for a period of time. Right. So why pay that balance off? Because it's not costing you anything. So, yeah, you might be making that payment, but you're not paying any interest on it. Right. Or you're paying a minimal amount of interest. Mm -hmm. So you focus the additional disposable funds that you have towards those higher interest rate credit cards. First and foremost, though, people should understand their credit score. It's kind of a, when you ask people, sometimes I don't want to know what it is, but you really need to understand, and not just the number that's posted on a credit card, it's really the meat behind the credit score and really what's there. How many credit cards do you have? Do you have any lates? Do you have a nice, healthy mix of debt? You want a mortgage, a revolving a installment, an installment like an auto loan, a revolving like a credit card. That's a healthy mix of credit. You really want to look at those components of credit, and am I paying on time? Do I have the right mix of debt to total opportunity? Those are the types of things we would initially help a customer that walks in to understand your credit first, and then how are we going to attack the debt that will have the most positive impact right. on raising your credit score. Well, I think either one of those methods, I think the, the key is make more than that minimum monthly payment. And yeah. Patrice alluded to that earlier. I mean, just by way of example, I mean, a typical credit card balance is $6,000, an average interest rate of 15%. If you only made the minimum monthly payment on that scenario, it would take you 14 years to pay off that outstanding $6,000 balance. Wow. And it would cost you over $4,000 in interest over that period of time. If you took that exact same scenario and paid twice the minimum monthly payment, you would pay it off in five and a half years, and it would only cost you $1,500 in interest over five and a half years. And that's, that's just doubling the minimum monthly payment. Yeah. So you can see a, a little bit goes a long way in terms of managing your, your credit card debt. Another great solution is to take those high-interest credit cards and do what's called a balance transfer. 
and you transfer the balances of those credit cards to another credit card that has a 0% balance. And a lot of financial institutions have those out there. Freedom's credit card has a 0% for 15 months. So essentially, you can take all of those high-interest credit cards, lump it all together, transfer it to a Freedom credit card, and not pay any interest at all for 15 months. So that gives you time that when you're making your monthly payment, and Chris said, double up the minimum payments, you're paying strictly on the principal, not on any interest at all. And that that can save people thousands of dollars. A ton of money, yeah. yeah. I believe Carmen mentioned this earlier. But is there a loan you can get to pay off your debt, a kind of loan to pay off your other loans? So a debt consolidation loan would be coming to a financial institution like the credit union and actually getting a personal loan, a signature loan that you would utilize to pay off those credit card debt. You may be carrying balances on five different credit cards totaling $15,000. You would come to the credit union get a debt consolidation loan for $15,000, we would pay off those five balances on the credit cards. Now you've eliminated five monthly payments into one. Typically, you're going to get a lower interest rate on a debt consolidation loan than you would carrying those credit card balances. So you've basically freed up additional cash flow by doing that. Another opportunity for reducing debt and reducing payments is looking at your current auto loan and considering an auto refinance. There's programs out there. We have one that we can reduce your rate 2%. Now, there are some requirements there, but you know we could impact your payment positively, maybe $40 a month. That's $40 you have to pay something else. It's so important to know actually how to look at them credit scores. Whether you have good credit or bad credit, right. it's not a bad thing to be looking at and better understanding the components that go into credit. And it's free to look at now. Thank God yes. for the internet. Yeah. You know, before where yeah. it was and you had to pay to get get it from where was well, it you can get it, or whatever. Well you can get it once a year for free from any of those agencies. The beauty of some of the software opportunities applications on the internet is that you're looking at like comparison between the three agencies, and that makes it easier for you to interpret the data. Whereas if you're, you're getting a format from each of the agencies independently, the format may be not as easily to compare. Right. Easy to compare. What yeah. are the three agencies? Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. Experian. Okay. Getting back to to the balance transfer as as an option, and really this ties into the the credit score. The one thing to to keep in mind is if you're balance transferring, if you're taking a balance from one credit card to another, what will impact your credit score is closing that original credit card. Patrice talked about the credit utilization percentage. Mm -hmm. Just for example, let's say you have two $5,000 credit limits and you're carrying a $1,000 balance on each of those. So your total utilization would be 20%. You've got $2,000 in credit card debt and $10,000 in credit card limits. Okay, so you're at 20%, which isn't bad. You do a balance transfer and you transfer $1,000 off of that higher interest rate credit card to the other. You haven't added any debt, so you've still got $2,000 in, in credit card debt. If you leave that other, the original account open, your utilization remains the same. If you close that credit card out, now you've got $5,000 in credit limits and $2,000 in outstanding balances, and guess what happens? Your credit utilization is now 40%, and that's going to have a direct impact on your your credit score. That's really a big misconception because people people think that 
if I'm going to pay this credit card off, I want to close. I want to close it out because it's going to help my credit score. Right. It actually actually works in reverse. You don't want to necessarily close credit cards. Now, there's a retail cards out there that I don't think we need to have 20 credit cards. Right. And if you're going to close one, maybe it's a retail card with a low balance. But you really want to make a conscious decision before closing a credit card because, as Chris said, it can have a dramatic impact on your score and you're thinking you did a good thing. Rich, you said before that you didn't know a lot of these things, that you're learning stuff. Yeah. But I think that's the biggest takeaway from all of this is that you don't have to know it all. And sometimes it's scary to think, I don't know what to do and I have all of these payments and I have all of this debt and I can't pay it off and I'm scared and I don't have any help and I don't know what to do. It starts with a conversation mm -hmm. with a financial consultant or a credit union that you know you can trust, that has your best interests in mind. So that's the first step. Have a conversation. You don't need to have all the answers. Someone right. can help you get to the best solution for you. It's, it just starts with, I need to do something, and the first thing I'm going to do is have a conversation and see how I can get out of this. And you need to have that conversation early on in the process. You can't wake up one morning and realize that you're in way over your head because then it's going to be more difficult to take advantage of some of the opportunities that are yeah. available to you. So the earlier you do it, the better, but it's never too late to Correct. start. So in all this stuff with credit cards, was it the Visa check cards? If the money's there, then I know it's good. But if it's not there, I don't have to worry. But now I'm hearing you want that credit card. You so, have to have a credit card yeah. to get credit. So young people today don't have credit. They're coming out of high school. They don't have a house. They don't have a car loan. They don't have a credit card. You need to start with credit. And, and that's where credit unions, for example, are great because we really want those young people to stay with us long term and right. you know we're more apt to try to help them if it makes sense have a low balance credit card like a $300 line of credit to help teach them how to use it and pay it off and build credit so that their credit score increases and they are a good risk for a mortgage or a car loan it's the long term value we bring to the relationship in helping people make good decisions now how would something say somebody 18 just out of high school, they haven't had a job, how would they go about getting a credit card? I guess parent cosign or something? Well, first, Not necessarily. Yeah. Okay. I mean, free, Freedom has a number of different um, first-time buyer programs okay. um, that are geared towards youth, people just starting yeah. out with no, no credit. So, for example, we could, we could offer, a, as long as they're 18, we could give them a credit limit of $300. They have no credit history, but we're going to take a chance with them right. to give them a $300 credit, uh, credit limit, see how they manage that. And as they get older, as they get more income and establish more credit, then we increase that limit as the need arises. And obviously membership is key. We want right. them to have a relationship with the financial institution, use us for their checking and savings, show us the establishment of a relationship, and everything else will follow. I think another type of credit card product is what's called a secured credit card, where you keep money in your savings account right. that equals the limit on that credit card. So if you have $500 in your savings, we can give you a $500 credit card limit. So that risk that the institution takes mm -hmm. with giving you that credit card because you have no credit history is secured by the money that you have in your savings account. But then it teaches the person with the credit card how to use right. the credit card and build credit and, and 
help them develop a credit score, which you know has a, a lot more lasting impact, like Patrice mentioned before. And and that what Carmen mentioned is a great way for somebody that's got poor credit to start to rebuild credit. Right. Now, how does somebody go about you know whether it's a credit card loan or whatever? How would they go about paying down that debt if say they're denied? the credit card or the loans? One of the options is, again, a share-secured credit card, where we may not, because of your past credit history, we may not, you might not qualify for a traditional credit card, but if you've got $500 in savings that we can lock into the share-secured credit card, that at least starts to reestablish credit, because it's an actual credit card, it gets reported to the credit bureaus as a credit card, so you are reestablishing credit but the financial institution isn't taking on any risk because I've got $500 of your funds right. that are frozen against the $500 credit limit. But first okay. and foremost, it's not building any additional debt. Even with the secured credit card, you would want to pay it off. And, you know, maybe that's a good option for you. Maybe for a while you want to just concentrate on paying off your existing debt. You don't want to get into any more debt. So paying those credit cards off, high interest, if that's your philosophy first, or getting some of your low balance ones out of the way. It's getting to the situation where you're not carrying any debt, credit card debt. Mm-hmm. You're paying it off and you're not wasting your money on interest. Yeah, I love learning stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, it, it's so, this is one of the reasons I do these podcasts because it seems like I always learn something new no matter what. And yes, I went to school. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, I think part of the issue is kids coming out of school not having the money management, the financial yeah. basics. You know, a lot of uh, schools don't carry financial education as a requirement for graduation, and this is one of the things that you're going to use the most in your life is is good, sound money management. Yeah. So. And, and ignore those credit card offers that start flooding you as soon as you mm-hmm. turn 18. Make a conscious decision on a credit card. Go to a credit union where you're going to get a low interest if you're going to carry a balance. And avoid annual fees or just really understand the credit card you're contracting with before you just blindly take the gift giveaway they give you for opening the card. Yeah, education is important. Just whether it's on your own, whether it's asking uh, your parents or asking someone you trust or going to a credit union and having that conversation it's so important just to understand the basic things around financial education and and money management to have financial freedom yeah to have financial freedom well hopefully you got something out of that and if you have any questions you know feel free to contact freedom federal credit union you can call them toll free at 1-800-440-4120 or 410-676-5700 in the local area Again, toll-free, 1-800-440-4120. And if you live in the Harford County area, 410-676-5700. Or visit them online at freedomfcu.org. Again, that's freedomfcu.org. Again, I hope you guys got something out of this. So I am sitting here today. I have a young lady on that is a very talented photographer, Emily Adolph. And she's got something very special, especially if you run a nonprofit. Oh, she's got something special for you. But if you just need photography in general, you want to get a hold of her. So how are you doing, Emily? I'm doing good, Rich. Thank you for having me on today. 
Oh, my pleasure. Tell us what it is that you are, this special that you're running. Yeah. so Special for, for special people because you're special, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So what I'm offering is free photography services to nonprofits here in Harford County. And mm-hmm. um, initially I was running it from now until the end of June, but what I've decided to do is extend it out. Um, so now I'm right. offering it from now until um, the end of August. So until August 31st, that, that, you know, weekend um, figured, you know, it's a, it's a busy time of year season for mm-hmm. you know, nonprofits having events in the summertime. Um, but yeah, really just want to support, help nonprofits capture, you know, moments and, and the, um, experiences of the events that they're hosting without having to, you know, worry about funding the photographer. Right. Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about, you know, what I'm, I'm giving back to the community. Which is great because a lot of your nonprofits don't take photos of their events yeah. and they should be on their websites. I agree. You I know, agree. even for upcoming events, you know, it's nice if you had the photos from last year to, to ask, Hey, look, this is what we're doing. This is how good it is. Yeah. And also, but you also do other types of photography in case somebody wants to hire you, right? I do. Yeah, I do portraits, families, event, you know, other events, musicians, bands. Those are my my key focuses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how does somebody hire you? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, they would just go to my website. So it's www.emilyadolf.com. So that's E M I L Y A D O L P H dot com. Well, first of all, thank you for doing that because that's awesome. And especially now, a lot of your nonprofits are struggling because you're just like all of us, inflation's hitting them hard. Yep. You know, and you have, you know, some venues around that shut down. So some of them are struggling to find a place. And here you are reaching out to help. And for those of you that don't know about Emily, this is Emily just loves to help people out. Yeah, I do. So. Help her out as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hire her for your photography needs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Rich. <laughs>